Hello, how's it going? Welcome back to True Knowledge. My name is Andrew Steiner. Steiner, Steiner, Steiner. Today I'm going to talk to you about depression. I used to get very depressed when I was younger, and now I get very slightly depressed. So, progress, yes. And I want to tell you how to uh, do it, man, because life is worth living. So, so take the noose off from your fucking neck and sit down on the chair that was going to be your assistant in your self-killingness. And um, I'll tell you. Uh, let me give you a little backstory first, though. Uh, I started getting depressed probably around 16. Uh, I think it has somewhat to do with the fact that I, I stopped taking Ritalin then. I was, I was prescribed and forced and mercilessly tortured with Ritalin from age 6. Yeah, fucking 6 to 16. Honestly, they probably would have wanted me to take it longer than 16, but I said, Fuck you, bitches! Fuck you, dad. Fuck you, man. I don't want to take Ritalin anymore, man. So I stopped taking it. But, uh, yeah, I stopped taking it because it was driving me crazy. Like, I felt... Because I would stop taking it, and then they would force me. I'd stop, and they forced me, and I felt like I was two different people. Like, on the Ritalin, uh, I was interested in, like, abstract expressionism, I spoke with a Belgian accent. I don't know if that's a Belgian accent. I can't do it anymore. Give me some Ritalin and I'll fucking do it. Spot on Belgian accent. Like Boss Rutten. And then when I came off the Ritalin, I would just be obsessed with Japan and anime. And I read all the Jap only Japanese novels and learn how to eat sushi the proper way. Do you know the nigiri sushi? The ones with the rice with the fish on top? You just pick it up. You don't use chopsticks. And then you... You put it face down in the soy sauce and then you eat it. Ha ya 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 ya. Anyway, so yeah, I was I was two different people and it was driving me crazy. So I said, "Fuck this shit, man! I'm not taking this." And then I got depressed. And uh, it wasn't that bad at first because I was still I still had the momentum of ten years of of methamphetamine fueled productivity. But then slowly I slipped into to degeneracy. Uh, I think it was also it got way worse once I started smoking weed and drinking because I was kind of late to that. I didn't, I didn't start until I was like 19 smoking weed and drinking and like 17, 18. Because I was like, fuck drugs, man. Drugs suck. All drugs suck. And they kind of, they I mean, they don't suck, but... They're not great if you have mental health issues. That's for sure. Uh, at least for me. Maybe for you. Maybe the weed makes you happy or whatever. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I buy that completely. Uh, anyway, yeah. But I was a, I was a crazy kid, and I, and they medicated me. I'll tell you what, how all the crazy shit I did as a kid some other time. Cut this part out. Oh, okay. So yeah, I was I was getting crazy depressed. I was drinking. I was smoking weed. I was doing a ton of mushrooms. I was doing mushrooms every week in college, and then I failed out of college. And then I went to find a guru. And I went to Japan. And then I failed out of 
Zen monastery school and I was really even more depressed because they're like meditate on the emptiness of everything nothing has any nature and there's no true nature to anything and I'm like okay well life is meaningless and then I started working at Borders bookstores and the cafe and I would just the only joy I got from life was being like what if the world just burned what if the entire universe just burned so that was my fun times and um but I started pulling myself out of that slowly by, by playing jazz piano. That was my that was really the, the key to me getting out of depression a little bit. Because it was just like, it doesn't matter if it was piano or jazz bassoon or jazz woodworking, any kind of jazz sex, you know, anything. Uh, it was just the fact that I was progressing at something. I was learning a skill and and I was, it was anchoring me to reality and that there is some joy to to acting as if reality matters. I don't know, that's, that, that was enough. Just doing something and getting better at it. Uh, but then, as I got older, I realized, okay, there's some other things I need to get down. Besides just doing something and having a goal and staying motivated on that. Um, and by the way, motivation is not an easy thing. You gotta, cause I remember being distraught, being like in Mongolia, being like, how do I care? How do I care? These people care, I wanna care more about what I'm doing. And I think it's just a matter of thinking about it and wanting to care and kind of practicing caring. Like, I don't know, sometimes I pray not to God, but just to like, just to cement my own desires for whatever it is. Like, please let me have a nail that is 17 inches long and sharper than a diamond. You know, just whatever you want. Just to, so you cement that desire. Practice that desire. Prayer is useful for that, for me at least. But anyway, uh, doing shit is important. That's the first key to breeding depression. Find out what you want to do. It doesn't matter how arbitrary it seems. And just start doing it and fan the flames of that desire, okay? I think they're bugs. Fuck you biting me. Fuck you bugs. Uh, okay, number two. Like sugar, alcohol, anything, cocaine, anything that causes a spike in your happiness levels is going to cause a drop. So, sugar's the hardest one because it's everywhere. It's in every fucking thing, man. Toothpaste, Chinese food, Moroccan food, Tongan food, Laotian food. Every type of food you can imagine. It's got some sugar in it. Even vegan food. Come on, vegans. You think you're healthy? You pulling sugar shit? Fuck you, man. I don't like it. Uh, but anyway. Uh, what was I saying? Sugar, Chinese food. Oh yeah, stop eating so much sugar. That's that helps me. Cause sometimes I'll get back into eating sugar, and then I'll realize, wait, I hate life. I hate life. This tastes good. I hate it though. I hate living. And I realize, oh, I'm eating way more sugar. And then I stop, and I'm like, oh, okay, I feel good again. I'm on an even keel, man. Equilibria, nah. And then uh, lastly, exercise. Uh, I think exercise is 
really helps me, especially in the morning, just getting out of breath. Really, that's my only, only criterion for exercise is getting out of breath because it releases some dopamine, like a slow drip, and I just and I get rid of some stress and some anxiety, and that's it. I, I, I don't know. I wonder what percentage of people who are on antidepressants could treat their depression with a rigorous uh, schedule of sugarless meals, exercise, and doing shit. I bet you it's higher than most people would think, but I'm I'm wary of being like, everyone should get up there and because maybe some people have a crazy depressed brain, but both of my parents are in antidepressants, and I'm their child, so I can only assume I inherited at least one of their predilections for being depressed. I have a lot of family members who seem depressed, and I haven't been on any prescription medicine since I'm 16. I haven't killed myself. I haven't really had any long-term depression in the past, I don't know, six, seven years. It's got, I mean, there have been days, there have been several days at a time that were bad, but it's never lasted any longer than that. So, I gotta say, it's probably something to what I'm doing. Anyway, hope that's helpful.